Hi, and welcome back to the Legal Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Danny. I'm a recently qualified barrister who works in human rights and public interest law, and I also do some consultancy on the side, as well as running the website www.legaldiaries.ie and the Instagram page at legaldiaries.ie. On the podcast, we dive deep into all things health, fitness, mindset, studying, habits, dating and career, and probably so much more. I will aim to bring you the tools and actionable steps to smash your goals, inspire you to take bold action, and above all else, put yourself first. Welcome everyone back to another Legal Diaries podcast. I'm absolutely delighted today to be joined by the wonderful Noelle O'Connor. So I will just hand over for her to introduce herself. Hi, Danielle, and thank you so much um, for having me on here. I absolutely love anybody that's on the same cause as sustainable, um, you know, kind to our earth. So um, just to tell you a little bit about myself, um, I'm a... A beauty therapist I'm a skincare therapist so um, I have been for the last 33 years oh my god 30, 33 years um, so fresh out of school um, went into beauty therapy um, I started my own business um, in a small room behind a hair salon with 2,000 uh, pound credit union loan and um, I grew that to a three million business in the dizzy heights of the Celtic Tiger where I had a chain of high-end medi spas um, in 2008 and was getting ready to franchise and export globally when we had um, a slight uh, recession in 2009. <laughs> so um, I suppose um, I've always um, been a beauty therapist. I've always been nerdy about ingredients and I've always wanted the best for my clients. So when everything fell apart and we had very high end, obviously all disposable income left. I kind of had to reinvent myself. They say recession is the mother of invention Mm -hmm. in 2010. And having been red hair, freckles, never tan, always burn, and having to use tan all of the time. And I noticed my skin for someone that was very, into my skincare, into my ingredients, the tan was something that I didn't think too much about, but it certainly was causing a dryness in my skin that was excessive. And so I wanted to bring about a product that would be really good for your skin and um, have none of the nasties in it, be in packaging that would protect the integrity of the product um, and for it to be not just green ingredients, but green and ethos, ethical, sustainable. And in 2010, we knew a lot about that. And I just thought not many people were doing it. And that would be a great opportunity. And I was, I'm, I am still very passionate, but I was very passionate about it then. But in hindsight, it just was too early. There wasn't enough people that cared. And it gives me absolute pleasure now to, to see that it, I, I never would have thought it would take that long for people to really realize how important this is. Um, so going back to 2010, I had to start again. And I literally started with nothing. Um, you know, um, my design, my website, it was from less than 100 euros um, to start again. And so I did apply for Dragon's Den and not thinking they would get on. And I nearly died when they were, when they replied to me as I didn't want to do it, but they talked me into it. And I went on to Dragon's Den with an idea, a bottle, and I secured investment. Um, Gavin was great. Um, he certainly was great for delivering that message. Um, I think if I look back, the biggest message was that our product didn't smell. Um, mm. And if I'm honest, people really didn't care that we were in glass packaging, um, mm. which I was really passionate about. Um, so about two years in, I, I realized, you know, I've got to kind of get more people on board. And it's, it, there's not enough of us that care about the planet, organic, kind ingredients, kind for your skin and kind for the planet. Um, 
And the business wasn't going to survive on that. There just wasn't enough people that really cared. And that broke my heart. Absolutely yeah. broke my heart. And um, people were buying the product and repeat buying it at such a high rate because they loved the way, way it wore off. They loved how kind it was to their skin and how much it conditioned their skin. But what they didn't realize is the reason it was doing all of that is it was organic. And in order for us to get that organic certification, we have, have, we have to have the utmost best ingredients. There's so many ingredients that are banned. And it really is the quality of the ingredients that you have to have to get certifications like that, that makes the quality of the formula so high. So the repeat business, which is at about 88%, once people try tan organic, they tend not to move and because they can feel the difference in their skin. You said yourself, it wears off really easily. You never have that gruffy tan again. And that's because of the 84% the organic aloe vera juice, we just use food preservatives. We just use food colorings. And all that combination of things results in you having a tan that's actually a skincare. Um, so that's really where we got our repeat business. And it broke my heart. It wasn't because we were an ethical brand or we were trying to be kind to the planet. But fi finally, we're in 2000. And I'd say about around 2018, it started to change where people started it. And I think really now, um, in 2020, um, and especially with COVID, it's like the world has a reset button on it. You know, the pandemic has just made us think a little bit more about what's important, you know, in many ways. And um, so that's where we are. And I suppose in 2018, I went on Dragon's Den again because we were launching into the UK. Um, we are in Boots UK. And we launched in there and it really people said, why did you do it again? And I was like, you know, we don't, we don't need to have investment, but obviously it would open a lot of doors. Yeah. And, and I did do it again. And I was more terrified the second time than I was the first. I think I got post-traumatic shock when I walked in Gosh. and flooding back. So, um, yeah. And at least I brought Aaron in this time. Who's, who's, um, He's also my fiance. He's my partner in life. And he came into the business after um, he'd taken a sabbatical. Um, so we worked very well together with very different skill sets. Um, and really now I have a bigger team now. And I'm, I'm delighted to be in new product development, trying to find even um, more sustainable ways of working, um, working with um, lots of certifications, um, like the Ethical Society, um, PETA, Cruelty Free, Cosmos. Uh, we've just had some in independent research done with the Ethical Organization. And we've mm -hmm. been with them since 2012, but now everybody wants to be on there. And they did some independent research with 15 self-tans. And we came out the cleanest, purest, most ethical self-tan brand. So that's a global... Uh, yeah, yeah that, that, so we're really, really delighted. Again you know, that really matters to us because we tick yeah. all the boxes and we have a 100 score. Um, other things that we're working on is, you know, um, fair trade, um, gluten-free, palm oil-free, uh, yeah. B Corp. So we qualify for all of those. Um, and it's great that we don't have to change anything. We're yeah. not scrambling to get anything rid of any ingredients that are not you know, good for the planet. We're not scrambling to change our packaging. So uh, it's nice to be in this situation where we don't have to change a lot and we can take advantage of, of, of um, getting more certifications that we qualify for. So it's nice to be not, you know, uh, scrambling, I suppose, to, to build awareness. Because a big part of what we do is education yeah. and educating the consumer very much on the planet, but a lot of people don't realize the skin is their largest organ. Yeah. And nobody would dream of putting so much chemicals on their heart, their lungs or anything else. But yet fake tan in particular is left on the skin for such long periods of time. Oh, so long. Like, and, and people yeah. will go back and back and just like, I have friends that will maybe exfoliate and then top up and go tan again. Like they wouldn't have a tan free day. There's no break. Yeah. Yeah. So and this is the largest organ. So you would never lash something that yeah. wasn't kind to your heart and lungs in there every day. But yeah, yeah, people are doing it to their skin. And and it's not that they, they 
when you say to people, they go, oh my God, I didn't really think about it that way. And I'm like, you know, just, it's just about the way people think about things. And I would always ask the question, given, given the choice, if I tell you something performs just as well and it's completely organic and natural, what would you prefer? Would you prefer the synthetic or would you prefer the option that's natural and organic? Um, and most people will say, well, of course I prefer what's better for me, you know? Yeah. And I suppose then it comes down to price point and we are more expensive. And unfortunately, because of the quality of packaging and the quality of ingredients that we have, that's the reason our cost of goods is so much higher than our competitors. And some of our competitors were at the same price and their cost of, of production is much lower. Yeah. Yeah. And like, because it, it is so refreshing to see. So as I was explaining before we started recording, so when I was younger, so say in my teenage years and maybe in my undergrad, I would have worn tan. Um, I would have been a, a Sally Hansen gal back in the day. And then I I kind of went away from it because I'm, I'm lucky in the sense that if I do go away, I do tan. But I kind of just went away from it. And then as I've gotten older, I kind of was like during the winter months wanted to get a bit of kind of glow and color back into my skin. But I'm now kind of more conscious of what I consume and what I purchase. And um, so that's what led me to do research and came across your, your own brand. Um, and yeah, I absolutely adore it. Like the, the oil in particular, you can use for everything, like not just tan, like hair you can use for, for dry skin in general. Like it's so good. And one thing I will say is um, my, I'm on my second bottle now or third bottle, second or third of the oil um, and it's a glass bottle. We have actually reused them in the house and put little flowers in them because they're oh. such gorgeous little like bottle. That's one thing I love about glass packaging is the reusable nature of it. Whereas when you have the kind of plastic packaging, you're just going to get rid of it eventually. And yeah, I, I do really like I do love the packaging. Like the packaging for me was one of aesthetically pleasing was one of the selling points. Um and yeah, no, it's so a refreshing to see a female do so well in business, being a fellow female myself, but then also to do something so like good for the environment. Like it's like to see someone from Ireland like lead in sustainability, in tanning, in the tan kind of industry it's yeah it's it's really refreshing so yeah you've done so much in 10 years um you know and and it it's it's nice to feel good about what you do you know yeah. it's nice to feel good and 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 in our in the company we we have to sit comfortable with everything we do um, and yeah. somebody come and question me about anything i need to be comfortable with that, that we're doing everything we possibly can to make this as best as we uh, we can at this moment. You know, for example, you know, we're all in glass, but we're not 100% plastic free because there's a little orifice reducer. Yeah. That, and, and that bugs me because we can't get it plastic free because there's not enough people like me on the planet that want the company to make them. So yeah, like 98% because of this little um, you know, and, I, and I'm constantly look because otherwise we have to pay we have to get a million made because nobody really wants them because it's yeah. such a small, but that will change. And um, so it's little things like that, that kind of go, oh, you know, we keep looking out for when we can avail, you know, avail of the sugar polymer, that tiny little, yeah. little piece of packaging. Um, and of course we could remove it, but then people would maybe pour some out and, and would lose it not the sprinkle so there's little little things like that that we improve every single day that we try and, and we try and work on but um it has been challenging because we've had to compete with other tan brands and yeah. we can't do so there have there's been and a it is a saturated theme. market i would say yeah it is absolutely a saturated market and and there's times where you like think oh this is so unfair because we're doing everything right but we can't compete with this and that and and you just, we just stick to our, our ethos, our values and, and push ahead um, rather than compromise those. Yeah. And what we're finding now is we don't have to compromise anything. We don't have to change anything. So there was a lot, there was not a lot of pain, but there was, a, there was pain along the way to stick to those, 
those ethics. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd say so because you're, you're starting out in a new business and I can imagine when you're like, it's such an expensive process right now, I'd say to be sustainable. And obviously that's reflected in the cost, but it's worth it as the consumer because you're getting that organic and natural product. But when you're kind of going through that 10 year product process, to not compromise for the sake of profit or for the sake of um, revenue and stuff like that. Like it, I'd say it can be quite difficult. And I'd say there are a lot of kind of challenging times where you just have to stick to what, what's right for you and what you want for the business rather than compromising. Yeah. I mean, there's been a few no's along the way that were no's that were yeah. big commercial opportunities. And I had to say no. Um, and that's not an easy thing to do because it just, it compromised us. It compromised the brand. We weren't prepared. I had one massive buyer said, well, you could change the packaging and make it cheaper. Oh, and no, I had yeah. to walk, you know, we to walk away from that because yeah. we, we're not going to, you know, put it in plastic, you know, and you, back then you would have people say, well, pe nobody cares. I actually used to have nobody cares said to me. And I was like, well, I care. And, you know, but, um, the, yeah, there was a stage where you kind of, I think it's kind of ingrained in you and you think I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, I'd rather go out of business than do that, yes. you know, which is madness in a way. But, um, I, I really believed in what we were doing and I, I just thank God, but there was times where it got really, really difficult. I'm not going to lie, Danielle, it did. And I thought, yeah. why am I doing this? You know, it's, yeah. Yeah. But look, um, we're here now and you know, it's, it's nice to be, there's still a lot of tans and people claim to be clean and, you know, but the consumer needs to be educated as well. And I think they are, and I, th I, I love, and I'm so excited about the younger generation and they're educating the, the older generation. And, and I think if everybody just does a little bit, it would make a huge difference. Yeah, because that's the thing and that's what I've tried to get across on my platform especially is like people think you need to go all in for sustainability but it's little changes here and there such as changing the beauty products you use so changing to a more sustainable natural and organic tan like tan organics and like I, I think you're in a prime position now though where in five years, six years time you're going to be way ahead of the market in the sense that I feel like so many people are going to push a lot of brands to change to more sustainable packaging, but you have the last laugh because you're already there and you've already put the graft in and the hard work for the processes. Um, but I think a lot of companies are going to either claim to be sustainable or start that kind of process now because they're going to get consumer pressure to, to do it. Um, especially because we had like primary school kids in Ireland marching in the streets for climate change. So it, it, it is a very interesting time for sustainable businesses. And I think it'll be interesting to kind of see the, the next steps for Tan Organics. So I know we had mentioned previously that obviously it's, it's a slight higher price point than some of the market competitors for Tan Organics, but can you just kind of break that down for people listening? So like what exactly goes into say producing a, a bottle of say the oil or the tan itself? Okay. So Let's take the hero product, which is self-tan oil, which mm. everybody loves. So I didn't patent that. And there's a lot of self-tan oils on the market now. Mm. And there's a couple of things back then um, I didn't patent it, but I, we, we now you know, have new things and we do patent them. Um, but the self-tan oil was basically to be a body oil that you can put on that's a light tan. And everybody loves it. Um, so there's been a lot of tan oils and tan waters that have come out they've either got water or glycerin in them okay so they're much cheaper ingredients so our self-tan oil has got um a number of oils um organic essential oils in there and it has um an ingredient called propanediol which is quite expensive and what that does is it locks in moisture and so you've got these ingredients You've got your tanning active, which is in everything, but you've also got um, beautiful ingredients and oils and moisturizing ingredients in there. And you've got an ingredient that locks them all in. So um, propanodiol is really expensive. 
and so it became a lot more expensive because the the one that we use is, is audited by EcoCert and it's really really organic and there's a shortage in that ingredient so my cost of that ingredient went up 25% and it's a big ingredient and so I was it was suggested well we can change it so I and I, I refused to do that I refused to replace it with glycerin and water which runs off the skin and literally is not like a treatment. Whereas when you put ours on, it's an oil and you can feel it. And so I I put up with the 25% increase in the cost of that product, which is a huge increase for any cost of goods. Yeah. Because I refused to compromise how good the, the formula was. And it's painful at the time. It's like, Oh God, but you make the decision and I didn't compromise. I didn't, reduce um the quality of that and what it would do to the skin so that was just one example um if you look at our lotion mm. it's 84 percent organic aloe vera juice that's the number one ingredient and mm. it's not water um and if you look at our our mousse we've got hyaluronic in it we've got marula oil we've got bob oil you know we've got ingredients in there that you can read and probably yeah. understand yeah um, we don't have um any pro um we don't have any uh phenoxyethanol which is probably considered the mildest preservative um we just use a green preservative mm-hmm. um and our preservative is actually a food preservative um and what makes it really good as well it's got a very mild micro exfoliation in it so if you can imagine a food preservative might be something that will preserve um like a, a citrus or a, or if you were pickling food or preserving it naturally yeah, um, yeah. it's got a slight mild exfoliation in it so mm. what our preservative is actually doing is micro exfoliating your skin at the same time as all of those moisture is going in and that's why your skin feels so soft mm. your skin wears off naturally so you combine all of those moisturizing ingredients with a micro exfoliant which is our preservative which is a food preservative and then you've got you know a, a moisture a micro exfoliation every day which is like a mini body treatment every day so that's what gives that feel but we can't say that on everybody there's a lot to say in that so when you ask <laughs> yeah. what does where does the cost go you know you've got a mini facial or a mini body treatment every time you use the treatment um, and a lot more, but even yeah. from from using the tanning mousse so from my own experience it's the only tan i've ever used that just fades naturally it doesn't get like anyone can ever picture when they do tan and they have where they kind of look like they have something going on with their skin where they have patches here and there and the wear off was just phenomenal for me like it was just so naturally wore off as if it was a natural tan kind of just dying down essentially or wearing off whereas before I've gotten quite patchy skin or you would have had to go in and then fully exfoliate it off whereas this one I found just kind of wore off over time and it didn't take that much kind of upkeep and maintenance and I think that's a combination of I would have kind of followed putting on the mousse but then followed on using the oil to kind of preserve it kind of each each day um and yeah and it didn't have as much it didn't have rub off on my sheets either which my mother when I put it on recently enough was like please tell me you're not going to bed with tan on you did not transfer whatsoever so like I think there's you've you've so many bonuses going for you um and to hear like I wouldn't have even noticed that there was um um hyaluronic acid in it which is incredible because that's such a like iconic beauty product at the moment that everyone is using on their face on everything so it's so it's so interesting to hear that goes into some of your products as well yeah and the hyaluronic is in the mousse so you've got a 84 you've got about 72 percent organic aloe vera juice in there you've got hyaluronic acid you've got marula oil you've got baobab oil um i think um you've got think there's baba oil in i get mixed up because we've got about 11 cocktails of different oils <laughs> that i use so apologies for there and then you've got the preservative which is a food preservative which is like a little micro exfoliant so the combination of you can imagine you know when you do a facial and you exfoliate yeah. and then you put moisture in how smooth your skin feels well that's what you're getting every time you use tan organic from that and um, yeah. so i mean that that's really really good now the only 
as well as that, we don't have any artificial colors or fragrances. Now, I wish, and this is where I won't compromise either. I, if you spray, if you um, use our mousse, and you'll see it's kind of a little bit yellowy. Um, it's not brown, brown, because we only yeah. use, um, we don't use honey because we take it out from vegan. We use caramel and beetroot. So it's only food coloring. And remember, a guide color is not the color. A guide yeah. color, so you can see what you're doing. But because we don't have that dark, dark instant color, um, people, particularly younger people, don't get that instant gratification. But that's not what brings up the color of the tan overnight or in the four, six, eight yeah, hours. Yeah. That's a tanning active. And a tanning active, DHA looks like... Um, rock salt as a raw ingredient so it's clear so people think the guide color is the color of the tan that's only so you can see what you're doing see what so, you mean. yeah yeah we won't compromise i would love if we could put a dark but i'd have to use a synthetic ingredient and that yeah. would then probably dry out the skin be a bit synthetic so that's something i won't and i know if we did we would absolutely increase the sales because people somehow think the guide color is the color is, the, the is what you're gonna get yeah the development that's what goes down yeah. the shower the next morning you see it all go down the shower that's yeah. just synthetic yeah yeah that's mad because even like the i found with some tans that i've used before i got into the shower to do the kind of wash off the next day and so much has looked like it's come off but that's now in my head, I'm like, that's just the synthetic stuff kind of running that's just off. the guide color. That's not your tanning active. Your tanning active has stayed on. So the, um, yeah, the proteins in your skin over a period of time with the tanning active is what turns your skin that lovely golden bronze. That mm -hmm. goes down the shower is nothing to do with your tan. It is only to show you where to put it. Yeah, because I, I wondered that because when obviously I, the last time I put on Tan Organic and then had kind of a body shower to freshen in the morning and stuff, um, there wasn't that much runoff. Now there was some runoff, but like barely no. anywhere. Before you'd be used to like the whole bottom of the shower. That's mad to think that that's, that's the really synthetic. Good. So I wish we had that dark color because people want to see it. But as long uh, as they know, um, and really if you're putting that on, and you haven't showered off the chances are it's going to be a bit smelly as well in those other towns yeah. because they don't but um no that's just so you can see what you're doing so if you look at the clear mousses or anything that are out there yeah uh, and the waters and our self-tan oil there's no color in that so, yeah so tanning active that actually stays on your skin and gives you that color is clear yeah the color that goes down the shower and that you see on your leg that's just your guide color. It's nothing to do with the activity of the tan. And That's people mad. don't know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and to think that people would, like you said, if you were able to have a darkener, it would increase your sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they would. Um, yeah. I suppose it's trying to find a way to, to, to communicate that to people. And it's great that whoever's listening on here will go, oh, I didn't realize that. Um, yeah because so I, I honestly as a consumer like I never would have realized that that and like it would would never have bothered me like I would never would have thought okay that's gone on really dark so obviously it's going to develop and be like a nice shade like I never would have thought that way but I more so would have been shocked at the amount that came off in the shower <laughs> the yeah that's not your tan that's not yeah. your tanning active that's just your guide color um I suppose what would you call it it's just like um you know maybe it's like getting your hair done where it looks yeah really a different color than when they wash it off and you wash see what it really off. yeah 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 and so for so tan organic so you have the mousse on the market the oil and the the other so the tanning oil and then the facial oil and then you've another the body oil as well well the body hair everything oil which i adore um what do you have any kind of, what's the, what's the kind of next steps? I know you said you've recently gone into the UK market. What's the, the next steps kind of for Tan Organic or for yourself? Um, so during lockdown, it's been, it's, it's not been great, but for me, it's given us time to work on our NPD. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we kind of had to get our company where um, 
I was kind of doing everything, um, not everything, but running the company. And I, I brought in a new CEO so she could run the company and I could spend time doing what I love. And that's being nerdy on ingredients, working on different projects. We're also working on um, a project with the university. We've been working since 2014 to develop a uh, first ever compound ingredient for an organic sunblock globally. In, in all um and I, I think that was mentioned on the um second dragon's den so we're coming to the end of that where we've uh, we'll develop our own sunblock a lot of people think tan organic is a sunblock as well and um, it will have its own sunblock but out of that comes a freeze-dried ingredient that comes from microalgae that is because all of your um sunblocks out them at their moment are chemical and the only natural ones that you can have is zinc and titanium oxide which will give you that kind of chalky look that people uh, don't yeah. so we're working on that and we've a lot of new exciting mpd and um, we did so what what we call the mudo which is the multi-use dry oil we, so it's yeah. multi-use dry oil mudo Ah. Yeah. So we call it Mudo internally and it's it's a lovely product. I feel um, like I'm just going to start calling it Mudo now myself because yeah. I literally, it's my holy grail. Like I use it for, oh my God, my hair is a bit dry. I'll use some of it. Uh, now I'm going to say I'll use some of my Mudo. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. And actually um, our um, head of marketing and PR, she's just your baby any week this week. And she's just, um, you know, she's delighted, not even one stretch mark. And Rosanna is using it as well. And it's great and um, because it's it's natural it's organic and you can use it in so many different things Mudo uh -huh. has um it really is a really a uh, good formula to be you know an assistant to a tan if you like yeah uh, because it's a formula having used it it's a great skincare product and we've also brought out our balm i don't know if you've tried the balm um, and no, i haven't so there was um a lot of um balms on the market but they had beeswax in. Yeah. So it took about a year and we, we finally were able to replace the beeswax with the Japanese wax tree. And we've oh. got a great formula. So I must send some out to you. It's the Skin Magic Wonder Balm. And that's been great. And we, we launched that just before lockdown. And oh. with everybody's hands being so dry. So dry. Like it's the one thing I find um, when we went back to work, work actually got us individual hand sanitizers and individual um, hand creams. Because like... Your hands, like I'd say in one day alone with going in and out of courts and stuff, I would have sanitized my hands about a good 15 times. Like, Yeah, and it definitely, um, you know, we have our own formulator. He's great. And he, he, he said to me, well, in five years time, people are going to suffer with terrible derm dermatitis on their hands. So please, people, look after your, your hands. You need to give it because it's just so much alcohol going on them. And it's it's kind of a lesser evil. You've got to do that and wash your hands that often. But you're going to have to back it up with um, some kind of good um, hand cream. Yeah. Um, Danielle, I'll send you out one of these. Oh, thank um, they're you. They're lovely. It's a multi-use. You can use it for a um, multitude of things. And, and one thing that's come out is people don't want to have so many things. Um, you know, if you can use this on your face, you can use it on your nails, you can use it as a hand cream. I am I'm the laziest person ever when it comes to skincare. So if you tell me that I can use one thing for so many different things, I am 100% there. Like, I'll send this out to you. You can also mix this with your mood up for a massage cream because we're not going and having our facials. And if you want to do a little uh, facial massage, um, oh. always, always massage upwards yeah you know, yeah your face always upwards if, if i ever see anybody massage and pulling your lovely <laughs> smile downwards i go mad because you're giving yourself premature gravity wrinkles yeah so always upwards and you can mix your mudo and your balm for a lovely mm -hmm. mask or massage there's so much that we we should actually do something on mixing them together but i'll send you out that um oh, we've two or three um new mpds for christmas and we also brought out our dark mousse I wouldn't bring out a dark mousse because I said I don't want to be dark. I wear about yeah. natural look, the natural, natural ingredients. Um, so we did we we did bring it out and um, it's there again. It doesn't have the dark color guide, but it has the darker color, um, mm -hmm. and it's been quite popular. I, I think people as well, when they get more confident, like you're using tan organic, and they're going, "Oh, like this is great. I'm not getting orange bits. I'm not getting orange elbows." 
and yeah. you get a little bit more confident in tanning um, sometimes we're a good you know there's a lot of people that would like to tan but they yeah. have disasters and they're like no I, I just had a disaster I never want to tan again yeah and that's what I call terrified tanners you know yeah and but there's so many of them out there like I can picture friends being like I can never go back to putting tan on again because I, like last time I did it it got stuck in my elbows my my yeah. shins everything and I'm like if you just like I exfoliated before I last put on my tan I used the the moody and then I went to use the mousse and literally the pay like the even the payoff the days after is so good because it just fades so naturally which is what I love yeah and it, it's it's kind of what we call it's a little bit mistake proof and and if I'm ever demoing, I'll always look for the terrified tanner because I know they're looking at me, they're going, oh my God, please don't pick me. Please don't pick yeah. me, you know, and I, I, and I know. And uh, we always wonder why you get picked when you're terrified because it's screaming out in your eyes, you know. Yeah. And um, because they just have had such a negative experience and we're not, and I would have said before, if you want to be that ultra dark, that's not us. You know, we've yeah, got yeah. a dark time, but we, we'll never go to the ultra dark. That's just one step too far. I won't go to, you know, and we won't go ultra dark. But um, certainly for people, if you make a little mistake with the self-tan oil, it's hardly noticeable and you can cover it really easy. Whereas if you go really dark and you make a mistake, you've got an obvious dark line. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it really is a good tan for people who are nervous um, and, can, and can step into tanning. You yeah know. but even like that tan oil is so good because I actually I must restock myself on it but for like an everyday kind of glow but it doesn't like anytime I think of everyday tan I think of I just remember being younger and using the Johnson's um tinted moisturizer and it smelled so like it probably smells better now but it smelled so bad and like it just it but it was if you went if you made a mistake it was a very obvious mistake so i find i love that's what i love about the the tanning oil as well is it's very like if you make a mistake it's not very obvious and it's just a nice kind of glow and that like i would be more and i would tan quite easy and i'd go quite dark but if i was to do tan myself i wouldn't want to be kind of paler one day and then come in the next day and be very dark and be very obvious. So I just like the like nice natural glow, um, which I think is great because that that's kind of and and when you say you you brought out the darker mousse, um, what what was it catering for a market that you brought it that made you kind of bring it out or what was your so for example, you know I've got a nineteen year old son who's gone back to uni actually in twenty three year old so back in maybe 2017 2016 you know connor obviously is in a mixed school and he's like mom your tan's not dark enough you know and i think because it wasn't catering to yeah um, and i suppose a lot of the younger generation want to be part of a brand that's that's doing something for the planet yeah uh, but they want so you know and, and they want to be darker um and it wasn't just that there was some some of the more mature you know over 25s that wanted to be darker um and maybe people that felt that there's a lot of people that had never used didn't want to use tan, what i call the terrified tanners got yeah. on to using like you are and you got you feel comfortable so yeah. you feel like you're ready to go to the next step maybe if you wanted yeah. a bit deeper um and um i wouldn't see it sells very well um, it hasn't affected our other sales, really. Oh, okay. It hasn't monopolized it. Um, and it's just if people want to be a, a bit darker. Um, I've used it. It's, it's not ultra dark, but mm. it is deeper. It's a deeper bronze. Um, I thought, no, it's going to be too dark because I'm fair hair and freckles. But I have used it. Um, so if I wanted an occasion and wanted to be a bit darker, I would go for that one. And yeah, I'm worried that it would wear off bad because it's a bit darker and the difference between my skin tone and that would be too dark. But because of the micro exfoliant preservative and the, the amount of um, moisturized ingredients, it's been good, you know. Yeah. Um, so I would have thought I wouldn't have been the person that would have used that, but I've used it and I'm, I'm happy, you know. That's um, so good. That's so good that you being so fair yourself that you kind of not bit the bullet, but you said, right, I'm going to try this out, but you notice good payoff on it as well so you're kind of you can stand there and attest your own product that it's 
it's it may be a shade darker but it's not going to have that that wear off say that you would have thought because of the exfoliant and you you can kind of attest yourself saying that if you want to go a bit darker but you are quite fair skinned you can still use this one for for more maybe of a bolder statement with the tan yeah and and another thing that we haven't brought out and and is an instant one hour tan and the way that works is the level of tanning active is much higher mm. and if you take it off in the hour it'll be fine but and this is how and i often wondered how you could see one person using a brand and they look completely orange and another person you think oh that looks really nice it's because one person's actually do, done what they're supposed to do and showered it off in the hour yeah if you don't shower it off in the hour with a high active it continues to like continue to develop. Yeah. That's, and you know, when you're developing something, you have to allow for potential mistakes. Yeah. And we never do what we're told we're asked to do. We never do. We always find a different yeah. way of doing it. So a lot of people probably won't take it off in the hour and we'll go deeper. And that's, and I would die if my time was ever orange. And yeah. for that to happen, I'd rather eliminate that risk. Yeah. And it's how many people will do what they're told and how many people won't. So there's an interesting fact about one hour tans. Yeah. yeah. And it definitely is true. Like you get the, the people that just won't take it off after the hour and just, it'll continue to develop. And then you wonder, but it still continues to develop. And that's why it's, it's getting yeah. darker. So if you've got someone that's left it on for eight hours, they'll, certainly look a, a, a beautiful shade of orange um, when they should really only be a nice. So it's all to do with the, you know, at, at a point, um, tanning active would usually stop activating at about eight hours. Yeah. So that's it. Um, but it does activate every hour. So depending on the level, um, yeah. So we'll see. And it's to do with education. I, I really don't yeah. want my brand to be orange. I do not yeah. want to be part of the tangle you know, yeah, and yeah. that's something, um, you'll never hear. And, and that's the thing. You'll never hear that we've, uh, worn off badly or we're orange. Yeah. I hear that people say it's, it's not dark enough. I want to be darker. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's to deciding on which, which is more important to me. And, and it's more important. Uh, don't look, it, there is a bit of a taboo about tanning about people thinking, tanning is orange you know and it's had such a bad rep but and I never want to be in, in that kind of category yeah yeah it's but yeah and like it's suppose I suppose those people that might maybe want to be darker maybe they're, they're not the type of people that you want to entice to your brand I don't know yeah yeah and, and you know and the, we can we can step into this conversation and and why do we want to change the the color of our skin I don't want to do that and um, what I want is people to not use the sun as much and maybe get a yeah. nice glow without damaging their skin from the sun. Um, but I don't want people to completely, uh, people can do what they like, but for me to go from really pale to nearly olive Mediterranean skin, which is not me, you know, yeah. I don't want to change but myself or the way I look. I just want to have maybe replace what I might, might get in the sun. Yeah. Uh, with a glow yeah yeah and i think i think that that would be kind of like maybe when i was younger i would be like oh i need to be really tanned because everyone's really tanned but now that i've gotten older i'm like i think of more of a tan to just a glow to accentuate my my own kind of coloring at the moment like just not not necessarily to be dark but rather to have that kind of summer glow about me which i think is lovely um but yeah it's it's definitely as you said, the much safer alternative. And I, like, I, I'm blessed in the sense that I do tan quite easy out in the sun. A lot of people wouldn't think so because I'm, I'm quite like long blue eyes, quite fair. Um, but I just, I do quite tan quite easy, but it, like it is the more and more we learn obviously about the effects of the sun and stuff like it, it is very, very scary. And like, regardless of the, the kind of, um, the medical effects say um 
even the, the skin aging effects that it can have. Um, so I'm re that's why I'm really interested to see if you come out with a sunblock um, because there, that's one thing that really annoys me is there isn't that sustainable, because I've kind of transitioned a lot of my products over to sustainable, but that's the one I keep coming up against a brick wall for. Yeah, and um, you know, Hawaii have been the first American state to ban those two main ingredients that are damaging the coral reef and, and um, you know, going into marine life. So I think that will happen. And um, for me, I burn in a matter of minutes in the sun. That's uh, I, yeah. So I have to wear quite a, a lot of sunblock and it, it's really starting to disturb me now where I, I actually don't want to. So if I go anywhere where there's sun, I need to use a lot of sunblock. And, and now that I'm getting to the end part of, of this project and real and, and looking into the ingredients that are in there, um, I'm conscious of putting them on my skin a lot. Yeah. Um, but I have to protect against the skin because I'm a high risk of, yeah. of burning. Um, so that's starting to sit uncomfortable with me at the moment. So hopefully we'll, we'll have our ingredient that I, I, can, I can use. But I'm one of those people that's really starting to look at, at what's in our sunblocks, really. Yeah. Um, but I have to still protect myself from the sun. That's it. So, so yeah. Um, yeah. And it's so it's so funny though because like I would love so say if you were to bring out a sunblock, I would love a just you see the kind of um like people are very good in the sense that they will put sunblock and I'm the same as well. I will get up in the morning, I'll do my skincare, I'll put on my SPF for the day, I'll do all that. But you're supposed to reapply during the day, and I'm so bad for not reapplying during the day. Um, if you're like out and about and stuff well on holidays yeah that's a different scenario but even in Ireland you're supposed to kind of reapply an SPF every so many hours so to have something I think there's definitely a market there to have something that you can just throw in your handbag is easy to apply wouldn't really affect much in terms of if you have makeup on and was also sustainable so yeah, no, I'm re I'm really intrigued. I'm, I I anxiously wait your updates to see yeah. if you locate that. Well, it has been done before with macro seaweed, yeah. um, which takes two weeks to, or two years to grow. Um, we're doing it with micro seaweed, which is the tiny, tiny seaweed that you can't see in the ocean. And that only takes four days to grow. So it's far more sustainable. Yeah. So it's been done before, but it just two years to grow something to to extract yeah. you know yeah. it's just not wasn't sustainable enough and and also we kind of have to make it where it can be affordable you know we, nobody's yeah. going to pay 100 quid so that everybody can afford it so yeah um this has been we've been working on this um with a group of scientists since 2014 so we're six years in now so we're coming to the end of it right now we're actually just putting together a formula um, yeah. and we'll be home with it with a great formulator from Switzerland and um, we to see how well um, the freeze-dried ingredient performs as an actual pilot product yeah yeah that's so intriguing and so considering kind of the products that you have on the market at the moment when you think of obviously you have all of these amazing ingredients and natural ingredients what does your supply chain look like so in terms of you sourcing all of this do you have to go very far afield or or how did you kind of how did you find those resources initially figure out kind of what to put into it and how is the kind of supply chain now that you're say 10 years into business um, it's a lot better than it was when I started, Danielle, where I used to just order everything myself and oh. order my balls from here and my wooden tops from there and you know um we since 2016 i've, I've really got a, a a sophisticated supply chain expert working you know, on our team um and i didn't realize how how much i was blind working in the dark because this is something that is really important for someone mm -hmm. to manage ahead a year on supply yeah. chain especially with organic where you know some of the colors, for example, have to be made up to order because you don't um, have um, that many people looking for them. So it's managed very well. Um, I have a great team and Aaron, my partner, 
who works with this, you know, on all of that and they do an excellent job. And I'm really, really lucky because it lets me focus on, you know, the creative side and, and yeah. finding out, you know, I usually like to try and do something that hasn't been done before or that's going to make a difference or going to be beneficial. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased that I get to work on, on new things. We're working on new formulas now for another great product and we can't use sulfates at all for foaming up or whatever. So it, the briefs are very strict and, you know, we have to find new ways of doing things like the balm. We couldn't use yeah. beeswax and most yeah. wax to oils on the planet are. And I said to the formula, surely everybody's looking for this. And he says, no, no, they're not, you know, so it's quite difficult. So it took us about a year to get that formula, but it completely replaces the beeswax because we know yeah. how important the bees are, you know? Yeah. And um, so, yeah, um, things like that maybe take a little bit of time, but when you've got something that turns out and you think, okay, that is just as good as the other wax to oil balms on the market that are using beeswax and it doesn't have any, you know? Yeah. And do you think you would, um, just going back, not necessarily what's contained, but just the packaging itself. So obviously quite a lot of it is in the wooden and the glass or the wooden lid with the glass. Um, do you think you'd ever transition the mousse out of, because it's a plastic container for the mousse, is it? Yeah, but um, that, that whatever is out there and now is finished, our, our next line is all sugar polymer. Oh, very good. Yeah. So whatever's left, um, we have no more, um, everything is sugar polymer. Oh. So it's just a run on. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and what's, what's, um, so what is the sugar polymer for anyone listening? So, it's... so um, polymer being a plastic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, most plastic out there is, um, uh, some of it is, is biodegradable, a lot of it not. Yeah. Um, but it also comes from petroleum. Yeah, so crude oil, yeah. Yeah, so sugar is grown, yeah. so it's sustainable, okay? And the sugar polymer breaks down much, much better. Um, not that we ever want anything to land in the oceans, um, yeah. but um, it's, it's, it's much, much better. So it, it's, it's a biopolymer and you can have it from corn um, or you can have it from sugar. Yeah. Yeah. So sustainable and um, not draining the resources of our planet and breaking down much, much better. Amazing. And do you think you would ever just with the packaging? So implement like, have have you plans to have say a tan organic store or are you just going to continue to kind of franchise into say boots and macaulay's or um we've we're um very much focusing online as well um, yeah because um during the pandemic we've had 80 percent yeah. repeat purchase customers found us yeah and, i mean we obviously coming into this we were really worried but coming out of it relieved that the strength of the brand is people refused to use another product and found us yeah. when they couldn't find us. So that was a reassurance that we've come out of, of lockdown with. Yeah. Uh, and it's given us a real boost of confidence in the strength of our brand. Yeah. And we've done much better than we would have expected. Um, and we have some um, very sustainable and eco plans um, for some stuff that we want to do that I, you know, obviously we don't want to say because we want to um, keep our powder dry on that one, but I think I kind of have an idea of what you're talking about potentially, but yeah, I'm, I'm uh, intrigued to see kind of what, what emerges. Everything that we do, you know, is really to make it more sustainable, more ethical, yeah. kinder to your skin. So we're either increasing the quality of the ingredients or, the sustainability and ethics of the brand yeah um, which is growing yeah. every day yeah yeah I just I don't understand kind of for anyone listening and I don't want to kind of um people think I'm judging them but like if you can make small little changes so if you are a big tan person and you can make that small change where you're buying a product that is both kind to the earth and kind to your skin I would 100% just recommend regardless of 
the color payoff, the fade, the, the quality of the product, but just the, just the ethos alone, something that is kind to your skin and kind to the earth is just really admirable. And it's so good to hear that you've been going for 10 years and you had people coming back to you during lockdown. Sure, no one's going on holidays. So they're going to need to get their summer glow from somewhere. Um, and I think one thing we've noticed, and I honestly, um, myself, um, I didn't think when we were working from home, I thought, oh, tan sales are going to go right down, you know, and I didn't think I would tan at home, but I do. It's one of the things I consistently tan more at home than I did when I wasn't working from home. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it, but when I have my tan on with no makeup, I feel like I've a little bit of a pick-me-up. Yeah, I surprised myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's doing something for yourself as well. So like I think like you often heard during lockdown of people doing like a lockdown glow up kind of a thing. So they kind of decided I have more time to maybe develop a skincare routine. I've always wanted to be that person that has this kind of natural glow. So I might just kind of start to use a tan oil or something. So I think everyone kind of slowed down and started to do things for themselves. And I think that was a really nice thing to come out of the, the lockdown and the pandemic. So I think maybe that, that might've been part of it. Um, and it might've been just for a semblance of normality being like, I sometimes put tan on, so now this is a routine that I'm in. Yeah, I don't know. I actually use more tan now. I'm a bit older now, so I kind of came away from using as much tan as I, I did maybe in my 30s or whatever. But um, I'm definitely tanning much more regularly at home. And now I don't know why this is. I, well, it is. I don't know. It's obviously because, you know, I'm not going out. There might be days that I don't go out because I'm working from home. Um, and I don't know whether it's a case of, you know, our tan, it does look very natural and it, it's very, you know, a lot of time people say, oh, you don't have it on, but I do actually, because I'm really white. You should see me when I'm really white, I look sick. But I think as well, and um, we've had a lot of people use our tan because when you're not going out and dressing up, you don't need that ultra dark. Yeah. Um, they've got comfortable with the nice bronze that's yeah. not ultra dark needed for Instagram photographs and maybe in the in the nightclub or the fancy restaurant or whatever. Um, I don't know what it is, but it's certainly um we we've noticed it. I've noticed it myself that yeah. I, I just yeah, with the with the facial oil, maybe instead of um putting makeup on and just having a tan. Yeah. I yeah, uh, I found the same though, because like I'm a very I'm very lazy, like beauty person when it comes to like wearing makeup and stuff but the one thing I love is the facial oil that you can just stick it on and like kind of put it on every morning or whatever or every evening depending on what your routine is and then you just have this nice glow about you and you don't I wouldn't feel the need to necessarily put on as much say foundation or product when I do go to bed to put product on um, and do you see tan organic would you, do you think given all your, your kind of beauty background and your, your beauty therapist background, do you think you'd ever extend into other um, beauty markets or do you think you're, you're heavily kind of steadfast on staying in the, in the tanning world at the moment? No, um, we have another product coming out, um, which is a serum. Um, and we'll be bringing that out. And I think we'll be stepping into um, a skincare and without saying too much, we'll be stepping into sub-brands and because um, tan was in, you know, is a market that we we're in and, yeah. you know, there's, there's only so many ways you can reinvent the wheel and, and our products will, and I think I said the Mudo, for example, yeah. is, is such an amazing formula. Yeah. And, but people never think such a good formula will be part of a tan line yeah the quality of our formulas are are some of them are wasted really so we want to give them a better showcase yeah oh i'm really excited for this because i like it'll be like I, one thing i'm trying to do is not only buy sustainable but buy irish so it'll be really interesting to see an irish sustainable hopefully skincare brand and um, potentially on the market but yeah no that that's that's really really interesting yeah it's been wonderful to chat all about tan organics like i'm 
I'm one in awe of you because you're an absolute girl boss of a woman anyway. Um, and then two, you're Irish, which is just amazing. And then three, you just went on Dragon's Den twice. Like, and then four. I'm the only person mad enough to go on Dragon's Den twice. And, you know. But it paid off. It, pay, it, it paid off. I, you know, I think I'm, I, both times it was clear we'd, 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 I'd eight offers from Dragon's, you know, um, you know, I just wish we could share more of the message to more people about what we're trying to do. Um, but it's difficult, you know. Yeah. Um, and I suppose the more people that we can um, kind of share our story with, the better. And I suppose that's the advantage of Dragon's Den and, and people get to see that. I'm just sorry that maybe the UK was edited a little bit wrong and we didn't get to deliver our message as much. Yeah. But, and thank you for having us. And I love talking. I could talk to people like you all day long that are passionate about the same thing, but I I'm sure there's plenty of other people that are, and you know, we're always trying to come up with, and please let us know, give us feedback. And, you know, for example, you know, we're, we'd love to recycle those lovely, but I'd love to see a picture of your bottle with the flower in it. I'm absolutely dying to see that. We'd love to put it up on social media. I have Yeah, no, definitely. I'll send it on. Our bottles, you know, sending them back in. We're we're toying around with the, you know, free shipping if you want to send your bottle back in. Because even some, doing something like that is doing a little piece where we can recycle them and use them again. Uh, yeah. And even if you have, say, a person that continually goes back, they just send it back, and you can maybe have an option where you can refill. So then it's it's cutting down on you having to put out so much kind of um, packaging on your own side. <laughs> No, you're grand. Um, so I suppose the one big question I have, which I suppose everyone listening who is a Tan fan, what would be your rules, your go-to rules and guidelines to, to get that gorgeous summer glow as we head into autumn and winter? Okay. Um, exfoliation is key and, and, and keep it as simple as possible is my motto. So... Um, Exfoliating, I don't know if you've used our tan arrays. I'll send one out to yeah. you. Such an easy way to exfoliate in the shower. Yeah. And just exfoliating is really important so that you've got all of your dead cells off. But luckily, we've got micro exfoliant in, so we're okay if you're yeah. really, really lazy. Um, but for winter months, um, your facial tanning serum is great. They're yeah. all plant oils. People worry about oils because they think they're going to give them greasy skin. Ours are not mineral, vegetable. They're plants, so they're absorbed into the skin. So they penetrate the skin and they don't block the pores. Um, for your tan, you can use the mousse, our basic mousse, uh, which you like, yeah. and um, the self-tan oil, yeah, um, which will give you a nice glow. I think... You know, if you're wearing your clothes and you've got a little bit of tan in around your decollete area and your arms, or maybe, you, you know, if you've got your jeans or whatever, it's nice to have a little bit of color. And yeah. tan in effect is your makeup for your body. Yeah. And because with masks, everybody's wearing less makeup. So show off your natural tan and have it in the winter where people don't realize you're wearing a tan. But yeah. you look bronzed, yeah. Yeah, you just have that glow about you and kind of accentuate your, your natural yeah. beauty. And just always be wary of those hands, feet, knees and elbows. And always buffer before you put a tan. You don't need to do it with our self-tan oil because we've got loads of oils in it and it's a lighter colour. But always use the likes of your Mudo or your Balm on those areas. And you never, never get, um, I hate, I hate, Fake tan disaster areas. That's oh, them. Potential fake tan disaster areas. Elbows, knees, feet, and hands. And yeah. if I see orange hands, it's a failure in tanning. I'm sorry. It's a straight away fail. Yeah. I know. And like, I remember when I started using the just tanning oils in general before I kind of I transitioned to, to your own one, but. I never thought after putting it on, doing my whole skincare routine, never thought to wash my hands immediately. Like it was all like, oh, it's fine. I'm just, I didn't think of it as tan. And then 
few hours later, my hands were orange, like just orange. And I was like, so yeah, I learned my mistake that time. Um, but yeah, no, thank you. Before you go as well, just if you want to give a shout out, obviously you have the website online and then maybe other kind of retail outlets that people can purchase um, Tan Organic from. Yeah, we're online um, on uh, tanorganic.com. Um, we're also in Boots and um, we're in lots of independent pharmacies um, nationwide and uh, we're in Boots UK um, we're on um, Look Fantastic, Feel Unique, All Beauty and um, a lot of the major um, beauty websites and um, yeah. Macaulay's, Hickey's, a lot of the major groups we're in. You'll see us in most um, yeah. pharmacies, yeah. Yeah, so exciting. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on board the podcast. Like I could literally chat to you about sustainability and I'm so excited to A, use the BAM, B, use more um, just general Tan Organics products and then C, to see kind of the next steps. It seems like you have some some interesting things brewing for, for consumers over the next couple of months. Yeah, and we, we have had time in COVID to, to stop and 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 do the things that we didn't have the time for that are really, really important for us. So, yeah, yeah. Um, we've managed to turn a positive, a negative into a positive. And, um, you know, I think positivity is very important for us and grateful for what we have and just trying to do a little bit um, and not giving up really. Um, And things are challenging. They're really, really difficult. But um, you just kind of have to look at what we have instead of what we haven't got. I think for yeah. everything in life, you know, for me, I had COVID as well early on in March. So, what? yeah, 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 yeah. So, and um, I wasn't, I wasn't in the hospital, but I was pretty bad. And um, so had Aaron. Um, so I was worried for him because he's a little bit older than I am. Um, and yeah so it's it's not you know it, the virus is very real and um, it's still there it's mm. not going away and i think if we we all kind of have to do our little bit for that as well and um, so hopefully everything will be fine um, yeah. Well, it'll be so, yeah well everyone will have no excuse but to sanitize everywhere they go because then they can just put your balm on their hands and their hands will be yeah. again <laughs> definitely yeah you, you know that is one thing you know please mind your hands and think about you know your skin on your hands is no different than any other part of your body and imagine putting 70 percent alcohol on your face every day a few times a day what would happen so yeah because one thing my mom will always say is look after your hands because they can age someone yeah yeah so like just be kind because she puts sun cream and everything on her hands every day just to kind of look after them um, so I think definitely it's it's so nice to see you kind of go into that kind of realm and then obviously to to avoid using beeswax as well. Yeah and um, yeah I've kind of got a little bit obsessed about bees in the last couple of years as well. <laughs> I want to put um, some kind of uh, yeah do something with bees and you know how really how, how important they are and I think yeah. it's, it's not about um, it's about the um, commercial manufacture of beeswax, really. Yeah. It's not about the small beekeepers that are. It's it's the real big, and it's yeah. a big ingredient. Yeah. It's a big ingredient. It's in so many things. So it's so widely produced, really. And if we can use something else instead of that, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. But yeah, thank you so much again. It's been absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank. Thank you for tuning in to another Legal Diaries podcast. Be sure to follow along on all the social media channels at legaldiaries.ie on Instagram, www.legaldiaries.ie and on Twitter, it's legal at legaldiaries underscore ie. Thank you.